This is Mom Nom, brought to you by Colorado Christian University and the Mops Podcast Network. Our mission is to create snackable content that invites women like you to participate in encouraging, validating, and inspiring other moms as we embrace the chaos together. Today's submission comes to us from Sarah in Texas. She says, Uh, my daughter Vivian started at a new school and she was having a hard time fitting in and making friends. I felt like nothing I told her helped. So I honestly just prayed about it. And just like that, it came to me books. Sometimes kids don't receive things as well when it comes from a parent. So I got online and found the American girl books. They are like self-help books for kids and written from a kid's perspective. I got her the one about friendship and she devoured it. Then I ended up buying one for every issue she had. Another thing I did to make sure she got in with the right crowd is I put her on the same sports team as the girls she really wanted to be friends with. That made all the difference. They quickly became friends through soccer. And even though she doesn't play soccer anymore, they are still friends. Plus, I got to know the parents because we were all at the games together. So I, I can resonate with this because as a mom, you want so badly for your kids to fit in and for your kids to make the right friends and hang with the right crowd. And how, how, how did you do that with, with your kids? Yeah, I, it's good. I love the book tip because I do feel like there's a lot that we can express to our kids through books that just can't sound like they're coming directly from us. Like there's this resistance to uh, if it's coming directly from us. I I feel like it was way easier to help and foster our kids um, being in the right crowds early, like when they were younger. We really specifically picked like what was our elementary school and I volunteered in the classroom a lot to understand the dynamics of the kids and the teacher to try to help foster good friendships in that way. And I, and there are just some matches that aren't great matches for your kids, I feel like. And so I had to, and it was really hard, but not do play dates with certain moms who were like really eager for that friendship. And I really liked the mom, but the kid and my daughter were just not a great match. And so we would avoid that a little bit. It is interesting though, how much you want to control that. And now thinking about having a high schooler and a middle schooler, it sounds cheesy, but I feel like all I can do is pray about it because once they get to the middle school, high school range, you don't have control anymore. Yeah, I can imagine. I Did, did your daughter ever get into American Girl or any of that? You know, we never did, which I think is funny because as a kid, for me, I wanted an American Girl doll always, and I never got one. And so I do feel like it was like my desire to keep like pushing it upon her. We even had a store built uh, so we could like visit the live store here in Colorado. And it didn't matter. She never really latched on. Hmm. We went the uh, generic route and we do the Target Our Generation dolls, which is perfect like a knockoff. <laughs> but it's interesting. I didn't know that the books were that helpful. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, I think that I read the books as a kid, but they're not ones that crossed my radar 
with Madeline, um, as we, as she was growing up, we did a lot of like Bernstein Bears, which is like a throwback book, I feel like, but we really liked the Bernstein Bears. Do you feel like there were any other books or videos that you used to help teach certain principles? I, I have a bias because I'm an avid reader personally. Like I love to read, always have. Um, but I don't love reading out loud, which I feel like was a parenting problem for me in that I didn't do as much as I probably should have as far as we didn't have a nightly routine of reading a bedtime story necessarily. It was more infrequent and random that we would read. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple books that I really loved. Hilariously, one was called One Zany Zoo. And it was a Chick-fil-A book, like the kids meal Chick-fil-A book. And we read that one all the time. And then um, That's Not My Hat, which is also a really funny one. But I think, I don't, this is such a great question. I don't remember specific ones that I was like, oh, I have this lesson I want to teach that I want to give like a book that surrounds this. So I don't know. Have you? Not really. Um, We watch, I love Bluey. I feel like Bluey teaches some, some good principles with, with some of the episodes. I do try to manage the type of shows that she watches to some extent and make sure that they have good good principles and good life lessons in them. Um, I'm trying to think of one that she watches. I mean, even Peppa Pig has some good lessons on sharing or kindness or some of these core values that you want your kids to have. Right. And we were pre bluey. But we liked Blue's Clues a lot. And then Dora the Explorer, we did quite a bit too. And I think both of those were in that same realm. But I would almost say that what's more memorable to me is, and this is nothing against Disney in broad sense, but a lot of the Disney, like especially teen, preteen shows, don't paint parents in a good light. They don't, like they kind of um, glorify rebellious tendencies and that parents are stupid. and. So that has been one that, to your point of like trying to avoid some of those or just not emphasize that programming. Yeah, I would agree. And we actually recently started watching some of the really cheesy gymnastics and dance movies on Netflix. (laughs) My daughter loves dance and gymnastics. They're so cheesy. And the acting is, wow. Um, But but it's so great because... The girls will try to sabotage one of the other girls and my daughter will say, well, mommy, that wasn't very nice. And it's a teachable moment. That's what I feel too, is not necessarily that you always have to totally avoid it, but if you can open the door to conversations. And I think interestingly, there's a lot of TV shows and in both elementary school years, middle school years, and high school years where it just opens conversation on things that wouldn't necessarily come up in other spaces. Uh, So I agree that that does open possibilities instead of totally all out avoiding it. For sure. 
Yeah. And then shifting a little bit to back to you were talking about how there are certain kids where you love the parents, but the kids aren't a good fit. It's that's such a awkward and difficult position to be in. But my mind immediately goes to that poor mom. Yes. You're the mom with the kid that nobody wants to be friends. Well, there's, there's kids that kids don't want to be friends with. And then there's kids that parents don't want their kids to be friends. It's, oh, it's so tough. It's so tough. And then I think as parents, we feel such a responsibility to make sure that our kids hang with the right people and get in with the right crowd. And sometimes they just don't. And sometimes there's only so much of that that we can control at the end of the day. We are raising human beings, flawed human beings who have uh, free will. And it's so hard not to blame ourselves as moms when they go the other direction. Yeah, that is so validating. And I think for me right now, navigating teen years, especially that parenting shift from hyper-controlling environments and choosing on behalf of our kids for things, you lose that control and figuring out how you shift to being more of like an advisor, but that's delicate as well. It is definitely not something that I feel any skill set towards and how you, I don't know, layer their decision-making so that it's not all at once, but so that it's something that they slowly build towards more and more independence. I think I thought I was doing that, but I am definitely type A, definitely hedged towards control. And so I I think I was letting go of the things that I was like, oh, I don't care that much about this. So I'll let that go. Um, But it's really hard to shift from parenting and owning so much decision-making power and things to like having to let go. It's crazy. The letting go is the hardest part. Right. Why do we do this to ourselves? I start to wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we wrap up here, moms that are listening, we would love to hear your stories, your hacks, your things that you've learned or overcome, and even would love to hear your input on this episode. So visit momnom.org and you can submit the form. Thanks for listening to Mom Nom. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have a success, fail, challenge, or mom hack you'd like to share with us, visit momnom.org. This podcast is made in partnership with Mops International and Colorado Christian University. Moms thrive when connected to a Mops group. Moms succeed when pursuing their passion with up to 30% savings toward an online degree with CCU. Learn more at momnom.org.